Welcome to Founders and Friends Podcast with Scott Orn at Cruise Consulting. And before we get to uh, an incredible podcast with Evan Marr of Logical, quick shout out to Rippling. Rippling is the newest, most advanced payroll product on the market. They not only do they do payroll, but they also manage your HR benefits. Um, and they also integrate into your tech stacks to make spinning up someone with a new laptop and all the web services real easy. Do you ha- who handles that at Logical? Oh, it's or hilarious. do you use Rippling? It's a, we don't use Rippling. It's hilarious that I keep pushing to try to get our CTO and founder to not provision laptops. <laughs> exactly. So that person's probably like a thousand dollars an hour. Oh, that's exactly the most expensive time. Our IT time. services firm is one hundred forty bucks an hour, and it takes them three hours. Yeah. So it takes us. Bucks. It costs us four hundred twenty dollars to spin yeah. up someone. Probably cost you three thousand if your oh, founder's doing it. <laughs> so this is the impetus to use Rippling right. for payroll benefits and your IT infrastructure. Uh, all right, and that was Evan who answered a question before he was even introduced. That's God right. bless him. Uh, you probably know Evan as I'll give he can give his professional background, but he wrote and performed the theme song for the Cruise Consulting podcast. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. That's correct. And actually, this is uh, oh, is this my fourth time? I think I'm on the fourth time. God, is it really? It might be three. It's, it's three yeah. or four because ah, I did one at Sigfig. May I don't know. I think this might be the fourth Timers Club, but this is not actually our just our annual customary uh, podcast. This is actually a collections call. Oh, is it? That's oh, correct. that's right. Yeah, oh, yeah. For the booze well, for the, the where's song. Where's my money, man? I've tried to pay you in booze <laughs> many times, and you have not accepted. Yeah, so well, the joke is that for writing that theme song, I said I'd buy everyone in the band, which I think is five people, five, five bottles, of five of bottle okay of good, pretty good booze. Yeah. So I will uh-huh. deliver on that. Yeah. But actually, people really like the theme song, so the, and really? I love it. So thank you. Now, one last thing before we get, we got a lot to talk about. We're starting a little late, so I, I know we, we can't dither and dally. But uh, I know that your marketing guy said, oh, we've got to shorten it because otherwise we'll have drop off. And I, and I think that's probably smart however i'm requesting that for this one oh put the full song on pull one pull one on you know because i figure like who's gonna listen it's, to this? it's basically a one minute song and we shorten it to like 20 seconds yeah. or 25 seconds yeah. but it's it's incredible it's like 40 seconds yeah. it's not that long and i will say one last thing like we put more uh, vocal overdubs on that than we put on any song ever. There's like <laughs> any of your five songs. vocal track. We put way more. Recording. It's really good. It's I love right. it. It's not, okay. It's not. So you give your professional background, and then we have a couple hot topics to yeah. talk about. Uh, my name is Evan Marr. I am the vice president of finance at Logical. We're an e-discovery uh, software company that uh, big companies and law firms use for litigation, e-discovery, uh, internal investigations, third-party subpoenas, legal holds, that sort of thing. So modern legal teams doing like risk and compliance or uh, litigation use us to, you know, find the smoking gun inside huge, huge, uh, you know, just piles and piles of documents. And it's a SaaS service. That's it's correct. like yep. real super innovative for the legal market. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, it's a good spot. And you guys have been doing really well. It's been a three years. You've been there for three years? Uh, three years, yeah. yeah coming in, in Q1, it will yeah. be three years, which is actually, believe it or not, that's the longest I've ever had any job. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That's probably, my, no, I've done, had a few more. Yeah, but, uh, so. And as so, Logical is a great company. Yeah. You run finance. Correct. You've had a banner year in the finance department. You actually did something that- We did. It's- Tell them what you did. Yeah, so my mandate when I came in three years ago was like, hey, we got to get off this 
this really lousy accounting software that uh, will go unnamed. Uh, we don't need to. It's called Zero. Oh. This is great for like a three-person or five-person company. It's not enterprise grade. You're not going to go public. So on we, Zero. yeah. So our companies all run QuickBooks. And Zero is public, and I'm pretty sure that yeah. NetSuite. NetSuite is what you want to be on when you're a company yeah. your size. And we migrated away. It took. There was there were always a lot of blockers in terms of bad. Uh, you know, the revenue data basically lived in the CRM, which is Salesforce, and that was totally mucked up. And we had a, a ton of really bad misfires on the hiring of people to fix that. And uh, we finally just, it was a joint effort. The engineering team, God bless them, snaps to you guys, like finally put in the effort to pay it on a ton of back-end technical debt so that we could, you know, automate more billing and start to have that information flow properly. And uh, a guy on my team, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buzz market, uh, two of them actually, uh, you know, Prashant and Will, Willie Vaughn is his name, uh, worked really hard on just kind of cleaning up a lot of the mess. And, and then finally, the accounting team, which is led by uh, a guy named Dan, our accounting manager, uh, in the absence of our controller, who was on uh, was on leave for a little bit, really pulled together, pulled a lot of all-nighters, and uh, you know, huge implementation in October, pulled together. Just really couldn't have done it without anybody. Uh, Andrew, our uh, account, uh, excuse me, our FPA guy, um, James on AR, and and our Kimberly, uh, the gunner, uh, uh, who you know we just hired as a staff account. They all really pulled together, and we accomplished more in Q4 which, uh, than we had in any quarter since I've been here. Transition to NetSuite is a painful process, but at the end of the day, you got to you come out the the other end of the tunnel. So, congrats on NetSuite. And for Thank folks you. that don't know, like typically a company will go from QuickBooks to NetSuite. Often, and usually it's kind of around the ten or fifteen million dollar yeah. mark. We have companies that are doing over hundred million dollars that are still on QuickBooks. Yeah, so it's great. QuickBooks Online is getting stronger and stronger, and it's so still a pretty good product. Yeah, you know? it is, and they they keep improving. But so it's a little bit of a rite of passage for like yep. a Series C company. That's probably what you got. Are you guys Series C? We're Series B, but we're effective. Later stage. C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, it was a profitable services business. And yeah. They basically, did it, they basically self-funded yeah. for four years to skip at least one, probably more like two finances. Yeah, but that's a big, it's a really big deal. It's a lot of work. We help yeah. a lot of clients do it. You guys used, I think we we don't we can't touch zero, so we couldn't do this. But so you use, you actually have a really good recommendation yes, for a group yeah, that you is, liked. I'm, I'm going to buzz market the heck out of, uh, you You actually referred them to us. Oh, I, was, yeah, I They're figured. called SEBA Solutions. And uh Zabe and Josh, like I actually, you know, Scott and I are in this Bears Operators Group. Now it's called the Operators Guild, but I, I still call it BAO. And um, I buzz marketed them out of nowhere. I mean, it was literally unsolicited, like, hey guys, if you are transitioning to NetSuite, use these guys. They are the literally the best vendor that I used all year. Like I, every year I look back and I'm like, who was the best money we spent? The money we spent on that was without question the best money we spent. So props, I'm going to buzz market you, Zabe. That's and Josh. awesome. And, um, you know, that's not always the experience. We had a horrible experience with a sales ops vendor who were nice people and said all the right things and had the right approach. But then when the, you know, effectively, it's pre- if you're in consulting, you're, you know, professional services, right? And you're, you're, your product is only as good as the quality of the yeah. people you have. And we just, the work product was, was just junk. So, like, I, I you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to, to, to slag that, that consultant, but like, SIBA, man, look, call me. Call me if you need help. I, I will re- introduce I you to SIBA. They're great. What are like the three, for folks listening at home, the, that conversion over to NetSuite, what are like the three high level big things you got to worry about and do well? In our case, we had a unique one, and that was that we had started to use it, but then were blocked by a couple, you know, of the things I mentioned earlier bad data in the CRM. And so we'd started to use the payroll, but so like we had payroll and AR. But like no other accounts mm. in the chart of account post. So that was just like, I mean, my heads up to you. When you say payroll, you mean running payroll or you mean We're accounting for payroll? The payroll. Oh, wow. Uh, module for NetSuite. Not, HR has decided they don't want to use it anymore. Yeah. 
So I'm going to hopefully shift that spend to something else yep. in uh, in NetSuite because no, I, I like the NetSuite team. They're good company, good software. It was, you know, like I joked for two years, I've been paying for it for you know 18 months. I'd really love to use it someday. <laughs> um, so that was number one. You know, what often people this is a, you know, maybe unique to us, but I bet you it comes up a lot. I've actually seen it before. Is like we had a foreign sub, just, you know, three yeah. UK employees. That's actually a very common reason to convert to NetSuite exactly. because of the consolidation of a foreign sub. So folks that don't know, when you have a foreign subsidiary, they're like their own little company running in another country, but you, as a as the parent company, a parent Delaware C-Corp, have to either incorporate them, their financials on your tax return at the very least, which we help do. Uh, but oftentimes, as the company gets bigger and that subsidiary gets bigger, you want to incorporate them in your regular financials. Yeah. And so NetSuite actually does that pretty well. And so that's actually the number one trigger for us Got for it. upgrading our clients. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of companies, I've seen this before, like they'll try to skate, like a US employee moves to the UK or somewhere. And they're like, uh, okay, just make me an independent contractor. And people will do that, and they'll get away with it for a little while, but ultimately, you're not really right with the Lord. Yeah, getting away with it means that the payroll yeah. tax collector in whatever country hasn't figured out hasn't that you're figured. operating there. Exactly. But governments really like payroll taxes. That's actually like really how they run. Yeah. And so they figure that stuff out, and then they hit you with a late. So and penalty. Yeah. Fees. Yeah. And ultimately, like you know, one of our core values is do the right thing. And so, like, look, and you're a legal tech company. It's like, we're, and we're yeah, exactly. So reputation <laughs> and doing the right thing is kind of important to us. So, uh, so you know, we had to form this UK shop, and zero. You know, we were already trying to move away from zero, but zero couldn't do it. But so, and when we did the migration. I mean, you can think about this like, you know, when you have intercompany transactions upstream and down, or downstream, those effectively wipe when you consolidate, right? They're like net to zero, right? One one person's credit is another person's debit. But when you don't have a subsidiary to be set up in zero, you only have one side, credit and debit. And then when you import that stuff into NetSuite, everything gets reversed and you're like, oh my God, what's yeah, happening? Yeah. So that was, that was an issue. And then the third thing, honestly, is just, could I, like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm buzz marketing CB here, but like, Hire up unless you like. I'm the VP of finance type that comes from the MBA CFA side of things. I'm not a classically trained accountant, but even the classically trained accountants, the big four types, typically don't have project management experience. They some because they've run audits and they had to manage resources. But you like like I said, the money we paid Siebel was the best money we spent all year because that's someone who's done it 50 million times, not twice, and. You know, they could just architect and quarterback the whole thing and be like, okay, now you're going to have to do this before you do that. And then you have to do this. It's just, just the, putting out a Gantt chart. And I love me a good Gantt chart. <laughs> um, not everything, anything I've ever built, but like they'll do that. Yeah. And just having someone to, you just know that like we're all reasonably smart people, right? But like I, I, I'm very capable of screwing stuff up. But like just knowing that they were there to be like, hey, what, what's the right order of operations here? Worth every penny. Yeah. And also, NetSuite is often a new software for a lot of accountants. And so yeah. it's actually pretty complex and it's yep. hard to use at first. It's very powerful and that's one of the reasons it's hard to use. So yeah. my other two cents would be if you're going to do that conversion, like hire, you make your, sure your VP of finance has used it before or is willing to have a coach like you yeah. did with the, with the contractor. You know, like you don't want to hire a VP of finance just because they have NetSuite because no, yeah. that's probably, yeah, 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 exactly. But it does help to have someone who knows what they're doing. So and frankly, a lot of VP finance like me, like I'm going to live in Excel no matter what. Yeah. So honestly, when we we did the bake off, everyone does between Intact and uh, and Nestle, and ultimately, you know, I looked at both with the visualizations. They're both awesome. Like, yeah. Super, both are super powerful. Yeah. Like, oh, where's my collections module look like? Oh, that's great. You know, 
But ultimately, I turned to my my uh, controller and was just like, "Which one do you want?" Yeah, to yeah. She was like, "NetSuite." That's like, a really good. That is the decision. That's great advice for probably any executive Absolutely. on a management team. Like, what system they want to use, go Who's with it. Who's going to live in it? We just upgraded yeah. our tax so- software, um, and that's that's exactly how we made the decision. Like yeah. Vanessa and Lorena got together and like, what do we really want to use here? That's the way so, to do it, man. that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I actually there was some you sent some message or something that was like, "We we did it. We we got we got past it." And I was very happy for yeah. you. Yeah. Well, thank it's you. It's a lot of work. It's yeah. just a serious and people. Sometimes some consultants or even NetSuite, God bless them, will say like, oh, this is a two month thing or, you know, it's not a two month thing. Yeah. It takes like six months. No, we're still in the aftershocks of yeah. like, you know, like getting our arm set up, our advanced revenue module. And, you know, it's just getting reports like the way I want them, which like, you know, you know, there's a, I could go into detail. But basically it, it, you do the cutover, but then you're still cleaning up yeah. messes. But here's the good news. You're always going to have this zipper point where you zipped together like you're, you're off zero and into NetSuite. And that's painful. But um, it's I, the metaphor I've used is like it's like a bad breakup, you know. It's like like as time goes on, you forget. It, you it you just you have to revisit those painful moments less and less frequently. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, we're not going to go public in the next two years, so it's fine. Fine. Like, and also, when you do that cutover, we always recommend doing the cutover like January first. Yeah, I would have liked to. We did retroactively, it, yeah. so you don't want to yeah. do it like you don't want to be working the holiday week before January first on this. Exactly. What you want to do is like basically create some redundancy between the two systems. Like ideally, you do That's this in February yeah. or March or something like that, and and then cut over and yeah, as you of run January first. Yeah, period, yeah. And you just got to make control they yeah. So you know, I'm very happy for you. Okay, yeah. other because we're in the software mood. What what other software tools do you like right now? Well, because we were making this big switch, and finally, the whole company had kind of ignored back office architecture for a long time. There's a ton of technical debt. You also had Zero, which doesn't isn't great for that kind. Is is like yeah. you're not going to upgrade a bunch of stuff. And exactly, and decisions were made about how, like, literally how we used Salesforce. Like we based on the limitations of Zero. Yeah. Which like, oh, those decisions were made before I was there. I yeah. wish they hadn't been made. But it, but you know, you play it as it lies, right? So. We made a bunch of investments in like clean operational sheets. So that was like get rid of zero, use NetSuite, get rid of Avalara, use TaxJar. With one of the biggest ones, which I, I mean, shame on me, honestly, is because we had been pinged a hundred times. You know, uh, Bill.com is very aggressive with their SDR drip email oh. campaigns. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'd always resisted because it's like, you know, I, I, we talked about this in the past. Like, I, I have often in my career made the mistake of like, hey, like, we're trying to, asking the company to tighten our belt, you know their belt so i'm gonna set the would be an example and tighten my belt the tightest and uh that's a mistake and the message doesn't translate people just still think oh but i want so they you know but i want to spend this on that software or that one so ultimately all you do is you set up the company for failure for failure by under investing in account yeah I'm, I'm not doing that anymore that's yeah. over but it was like oh should we really use bill.com like we don't have that many stupid it was stupid and i should it's it's not expensive it's like you know for us, it was like five grand plus a dollar forty something uh, per transaction, and it, it 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 oh, I was so penny wise and pound foolish for so long, I feel like an idiot. But but you know I've seen the light. You know I've I've learned the error of my ways, Scott. Our biggest issue with like that because what what you should be using Bill.com for is like all your contractor slash vendor payments, but Absolutely. it's mostly contractors with startups because they usually have you know, offshore development teams or even onshore development teams that they're not full-time employees. Or you have, like, content, you know, people who are creating content for you or aggregating content or whatever it is. Yeah, and and not the the power of Bill.com is it takes that invoice, turns into a bill, 
and syncs all that stuff into QuickBooks or NetSuite. Yeah. And so you have a permanent record. And there's a couple things. People don't know, like contractors are kind of, they tend to be disorganized because they're running their own small business. Own show, yeah. And so they'll always like get their billing wrong and ping you and be like, you didn't pay me when you actually did pay them. You, did, yeah. you can see in bill.com very clearly that you did pay them and here's the date the check was cashed yeah. or the payment went through. You also have those invoices for life so you can reconcile that if you ever need to. Yeah. And there's like bulk bill payment. It's like, it's it's exactly what you want if you got to pay like 100 contractors or 200 contractors, yeah. which is a lot. That's a lot of contractors. But like, that's that's what you should be going for. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm always reluctant to like buzz market, like huge companies. Like Builder.com is a huge company. Yeah, they just went public actually. Yeah, right. So, but like, oh, it's just, it was so stupid. I should, yeah. I should have used them years ago. And for the de minimis cost, I, I just want to go back and apologize to our previous staff accountant because like, she wasn't even pushing for it, but I like, oh, I could have saved her so much. Time. Yeah. I and mean, people try to do wires all the time, but you don't have the invoice detail. Yeah. They try to use Gusto or their payroll to pay contractors, yeah. which you don't have the invoice detail. It's it's a total mess. Yeah. You probably just put like using bill.com, you save so much time. Yeah, it's in, it's yeah. incredible. I, again, I, like I hate buzz marketing big successful companies because they don't need my help. Like I'd rather buzz market. Yeah, you're just helping the people who are listening. Like, seriously, it, it was just a no brainer. I should have done yeah. it years ago. I, Anything I was, else you're using? Do you like? Let's see what other good. I mean, what's your credit card stuff? What are you doing? On credit yeah, card? so we're still on SVB, our ah. bank, and we get pinged. Oh, this is an area for for exploration that we're currently looking at, like Divi, but like that doesn't integrate with NetSuite yet. They say it's going live, but I'll wait. I don't even know if Divi integrates with QuickBooks yet. Yeah, it's been I'm, a little. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about that. And then uh, Airbase, you know, other. Real Air, I've heard in. really good time, things about Airbase. Actually, yeah, we're checking them out, and uh, and we always get pinged by Brex. Yeah, um, yeah, and I just like. So far, the juice just hasn't been worth the squeeze. If SCB is working for you, then stick with it. Like, if it's not yeah. broke, don't fix it. You That's know? kind of where we're at. But there are, I mean, there's certain advantages. That what's tough, and, you know, I've told them this, is like, look, you're using something like Airbase uh, is kind of disruptive organizational process. You need to train, like, to train people to do things different ways. And guess what? No one ever wants to listen to, like, accounting. They just want to spend stuff on their corporate card and then not really work. And yeah. unfortunately, that's not how it works. But, yeah. like, you know, I get it, like. So you need to retrain user behavior. I don't know if Brex integrates in NetSuite. It probably does, but um, they oh, they lost. did. They just came they out with that a couple yeah. months ago. I forgot. But we use Brex a lot because it integrates in QuickBooks really nicely. Yeah. So it actually speeds our reconciliations. Yeah. Which and you can spin up like a new card for someone pretty easily. So right. That's that's the use case. SCB's customer support used to be for their credit. There it was interesting. SCB their bank customer service was phenomenal. That's great. Yeah. The credit card customer service was like outsourced or some something. Yeah. It wasn't very good. Well, so that's why there was like this hole in the market for a good credit card. Yeah, it makes sense. But I I think I've actually met with SCB about this recently. They're really putting a lot of resources in their credit card because they, they realize what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I would if you wanted to say like they're if you, the corporate card is the it was the weakest part of their uh, yeah that's their, basically of, what of I'm their, saying of their yeah. banking platform well then I would object and say try opening opening a UK bank account. oh no oh six months <laughs> really oh just non-responsive oh terrible. they actually have good people in the UK because I some oh, of my no, friends no, have gone out there it was back office operations in like oh weeks, and oh was, wow it was a nightmare going back and forth it was like guys if that ever happens to you again just email me and I'll talk to some folks we, right. we are a massive partner oh, of SAB, I so yeah. oh, i mean i love SAB. No, i'm yeah. seriously very happy with our banking relationship one of the reasons i'm reluctant to move to something like brax yeah. but but that was painful and yeah. it's not entirely svb's fault a lot of it is just the uk banking laws yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that subsidiary and all yeah, that kind of stuff yeah, exactly. stripe has a credit card coming out too i actually uh, just got access yeah 
30. We're using Stripe for uh, for, for, for uh, processing. We use that quite a bit. They actually have some good automatic uh, revenue rack they're coming out with, too. Yeah, we're, we're going to we're, we're using it. You probably have Net, NetSuite to probably do that for you. Exactly. We're, yeah. we're kind of like relying on them. Our, our billing, uh, we, we have to – there's a lot of change that has been happening and will yeah. continue to happen yeah. because billing has always been something we did just badly because yeah. we had bad data in Salesforce. Yeah. We had bad – it's a lot of – you know, just a lot of technical debt, but the team has really worked on it. So you have another big change, changing gears here, which is you guys came out with a new pricing structure. That's correct. And yes. it sounds like it's working pretty well. Yeah, it was, um, you know, the whole e-discovery industry has, for for decades, really, um, kind of been hooked on this, you know, really rich uh, per gigabyte per month. Uh, oh. Pricing fee. And so we... We're charging that because a it's lot. like document a document storage pricing exactly. structure. Exactly. Yeah, because you, because you, documents you, so big and you got to scan documents and you have to process it. Yeah. But like people just were charging per gigabyte per month over time, and that's just like frustrating to the customer because like the whole point of logical, it's like right in the name. There's like logic call. Like you're supposed to call out the you know the, the other side gives you 100 million documents hoping that the haystack is so big you can't find the needle yep. that you need. Yeah. Um, the the other side meaning the people who you're suing, suing you or you're, you're yeah. suing. Whatever, the opposition. Right? The opposition, right? And uh, but then, so there's literally like 0.1 percent of the documents that you need, but you're paying for the 99.9 on the same price. Like that doesn't make sense. So um, we switched to you know above the law called it the the most disruptive pricing model we've ever seen in wow. discovery. Which you know maybe that's well, I mean thanks. <laughs> but it's basically a one-time processing fee because we you do incur real cost to process stuff, but then a flat per matter fee, which is 250 bucks, which is and wh- why 250? It's like, well, because like that's the average attorney charges that. Like, if we can't save you an hour oh, a month, like wow. seriously, yeah, we we save some of our big corp, like three of our big corpus, biggest corporate customers. I won't name, them. but they like uh, their annual savings from using us is in the seven figures. So like, it's like we even on one matter, we can probably save you like five or ten hours a month, but we will charge you one hour that we saved. Wow, yeah, that's so, it. Yeah, so two, so like, so it's like a five x return for a client, oh, basically. Yeah, t- yeah, or or higher. Yeah. yeah. Um, in in a big matter. Wow, that's, that's crazy. You yeah. know, so there are matters that like are a terabyte, which would cost you thirty, forty, fifty grand a month. Uh, and we're charging you 250 bucks. No. <laughs> yeah. so oh, my great, God. You know? um, Holy cow. Well, you know, we made this real push to be, like, you know, the easiest um, to use and and, uh, and the easiest to buy. Yeah. And, like, in order to do that, everything towards user adoption needs to be, like, a greased skid. Yeah. Like, super easy, frictionless, like... And previously, trying to charge the way the industry charges, which is like, it's like, oh, it's easy. It's like 40 or 50 or $60 per gigabyte. Like, that's simple. But it's like, then there's all this fine print. It's like, you know, based on high watermark, um, note that, like, downloads actually increase storage. So, like, oh my you know, gosh. Because when you do a production, it, it, it accordions. Redoes like, it. And yeah. by the way, it's on the post-deduplicated uh, expanded amount. Because, like, yeah, we've talked about this in the past, but, like. You know, the most common thing is like a PST uh-huh. file, but that's compressed by its nature. And then that could be zipped. And then inside the PSD, someone's emailed you a zip that has other PSTs in it. Oh, my God. So you might have a one gigabyte PST that it's a Russian nesting doll of data. Yeah, so like, yeah. That turns into 10 gigabytes. <laughs> so like, and that surprise, which like, by the way, like you just didn't know how much data you had. Yeah. That's not yeah. like, that's not like the software's fault. Yeah. But you can imagine as a customer, you're like, I thought this was going to be 500 bucks a month and an accordion to like. Twenty five hundred a month. Oh my God. It's a terrible yeah, 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 yeah. So it was like, no, no, we're not going to do that anymore. Like, That's incredible. So yeah. have you seen like adoption just go crazy? It's gone. It's gone pretty wild. Yeah. That's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it's been cool. So wow. So so and what? How do the how's the industry respond? Is, are people just kind of? Yeah, I mean, I think there's. I mean, 
I'm, it's going to be hilarious to compare us to like a huge company like like Schwab, but like you know when Schwab like says, "All right, burger trees are free now." Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, well, what? You know, so it, we've had some real high profile wins just recently, literally in the last like two weeks. One this morning against um, you know some pretty entrenched competitors, and that's exciting. You know, um, and it's not. You know, winning on price is like a road to nowhere. That's not that's just yeah, a race to the bottom. Yeah. But what we found that's really fascinating to me is that you know, a lot of our customers are huge corporations and they're legal teams and they have one set of budgetary and decision making levers. But then a lot of them are, are law firms, right? Their attitude is like, well, I'm going to pass it through to the, the client. So yes, there is value in the price being low, but that's Th- muted because to work. it's OPM. Right? Yeah. It's other people's money. Yeah. So you know, you could just like gouge them a ton because they're like, ah, oh, it's not my money, but. There's, I would say, even more value than in the price being low in the price being predictable. Oh, and when interesting. you just go flat, like it's not going to go up, it's not going to go down, even if you do a ton of production. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, that, like so there's, yes, there's value in having a low price, but there's even more in having a predictable. We did the same thing with our fixed fee 18 yeah. months ago or two years ago, and people love it. Yeah. They, didn't, they actually don't mind paying whatever it costs to do it right. They just don't want to get crazy fluctuations yep exactly that's is that is actually it was a great learning for us yeah. that's amazing Same cool here. so yeah. you're you're killing it it's it's been a great q yeah. man it's been great and uh, you know that pricing and your blood pressure is probably down a lot because netsuite oh, is in God. yeah and and you know my team is i'm really proud of them so we're actually going to our, our year-end dinner tonight uh at rng lounge i'll buzz market rng lounge <laughs> I like best, best salt and pepper crowd. I, I hope I hope you're getting uh, paid for no, some of these buzz marketing. No, uh, I, I put it out to the universe. I hope someday it comes back. Any so we got to wrap up here. Right. But any other big big pieces of advice for VPs of finances or pricing structures or just because the company the cool thing about Logical now is the company's really kind of maturing. It's like you. You joined as like yeah. a fresh-faced young right. young kid, you know, and you've been Naive. through. Yeah. But now it's like it's taken off and yeah. you see what's happening. And maybe one of those lessons is just patience. You know, like there's a lot of people who bounce every year or every two years on jobs. But like you're in year three and you're yeah. kind of seeing it go now. I mean, there's one – I know one really uh, respected guy that uh, is in the SBAO group with us. And, you know, he said, oh, some of the best advice I've ever had is like – if, if you're out of place, the most precious asset you have in your career is the years of your life, right? Yeah. So, you know, if it's not doubling every year, leave. And, like, you know, we, like, intentionally spent 2019, you know, with this disruptive price change and paying down technical debt such that growth, which had been about 100% year over year, you know, slowed down. And uh, we set it up for, for, like, growth in the meantime. So I think, you know, seeing it through, I, I mean, patience, I think, is important. Loyalty is important. But, you know, on the other hand of that, I probably should have been more impatient with, like, paying down this technical debt. Um, I was raising the alarm bells about how bad our billing process was two and a half years ago. But there was just no interest to fix it until, like, the customer cried yeah. about how frustrating it was. But you've gone through it now. So, uh, so next yeah. time it happens, you'll, next time, you'll be more, yeah. you know, that's kind of like life. No question. That's the cool thing about hiring someone who yeah. knows what they're doing in finance. I know. Accounting. I mean, in theory. You actually theory, get all the yeah. benefit of all the lessons. Uh, Evan, thank you for coming by. Tell everyone where they can find Logical, how to reach out, yeah. and also your band. That's Plug right. the band. Well, I, uh, three things. Uh, I can say, like, number one, you can find us at logical.com. It's L-O-G-I-K-C-U-L-L.com. <laughs> if you enjoy the the... Uh, melodic strains of the uh, uh, cruise uh, consulting uh, founders and friends theme song. You can see us at. We are headlining the bottom of the hill. Oh no way! January that's a 29th. that's a real that's, that's a good a, get. Wow! Yeah, January 29th. Come on out. Um, Forty feet tall and modern monsters are playing with us. Uh, so it's a it's a rock show, uh, the kind that they uh, they don't do that much in San That's really cool. Good for you. Fun. That's awesome. And uh, and and as we were talking before, shout out 
uh, to my wife Rebecca, who is pregnant uh, with our first child. So huge congrats! Thank you. That's going to be you. so awesome, and yeah. I can't wait to show you pictures of my daughter right when I, you get off the I, phone. Every time I come, this yeah. is my fourth time, by the way. I did the. It this, must be. This, yeah. I'm the fourth. Th- Am I the first fourth timer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you get certain perks when you write yeah, the theme song. Yeah, membership has its privileges. Uh, awesome, Evan. Thank you so much, all and right. check out Logical, and okay. thanks for all the lessons learned. We'll do Boom. A bump. Yeah, all right, right, buddy. Thanks. Bye. This is a cruise. Founders and friends with crews you can lose. They'll look after your ends. So when your troubles are mounting in tax or accounting, you go to cruise. Founders and friends. It's Cruise Consulting. Founders and friends with your host, Scotty Scotty. Oh.